Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews on the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast... I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On today's episode, I am talking about The Magnificent Warriors. There is no the. It's just Magnificent Warriors, but it is also known by the name of Dynamite Fighters. This is a movie that came out in 1987, directed by David Chung, written by Kan Chung Sang, starring Michelle Yeoh, Richard Ng, Tung Xing Yi, and Lowell Lo, and Cindy Lau. In this movie, sometime during the 1930s, amidst the Second Sin, uh, Sino-Japanese War, Chinese secret agent Falk Bin Ming Ming is sent to uh, Kai near Tibet to investigate the Japanese occupation that has been set up there. Ming Ming meets with secret agent 001, another Chinese secret agent who is to be her contact in Kai. The first run in, uh, they first run into a common, oh my goodness, they first run into a con man. And then a rebellious princess named Chin Chin who joined them on their adventure. Boy, oh boy, did I brutalize all of that. Uh, this movie was so much fun. I had a blast watching this as I have been watching, kind of going back and forth between watching early Jackie Chan films, watching early Michelle Yeoh films. Since the Criterion channel has both available, they have a whole playlist of early Michelle Yeoh films where she is an action superstar. And became i'm a huge fan of hers obviously crouching drag uh, hidden dragon crouch crouching tiger hidden dragon uh and of course the jackie chan and michelle yo classic super cop 3 or a uh, police story 3 super cop um inspired me to go back and of course loved the everything everywhere all at once that she was in but inspired me to go back and watch all of these classic Michelle Yeoh films. Two weeks ago, I reviewed the Michelle Yeoh classic called uh, Royal Warriors, which was a great action film as well. And this being the next in my journey, watching early Michelle Yeoh films. Had a lot of fun watching this. Uh, so much great action of every kind in this movie. It is amazing how much different stuff is in this movie that's only 91 minutes this movie has almost everything you could think of to have in an action film the pacing absolutely non-stop so much is jam-packed into this 91 minute movie this movie could easily be two and a half hours and it might even make the movie better if it took some time at moments but it is non-stop, this movie. I highly recommend it. If you want to see an early Michelle Yeoh film, 
If you want to see Michelle Yeoh kick ass, this is a great movie to check out. Uh, and I, I watched it under the title of uh, Magnificent Warriors. Uh, it's under IMDb as Dynamite Fighters. They are the same movie. But a uh, great, great movie. And like I said, this movie has everything. This movie is part Indiana Jones, part Top Gun, part Kung Fu movie, part Samurai film, part War film, part Guardians of the Galaxy, a.k.a. like ragtag group of people i've recently been watching the guardians of the galaxy reviewing those so part guardians of the galaxy part western part comedy part peace and love hippie stuff this movie's got everything it is amazing how it touches on so many different things and incorporates so many different things in this amazing movie it does take a while for the ragtag group to form but when it does, it hits an all-new level, hits an all-new, uh, a new gear of, of fun and uh, action. Uh, before, before that, you get a lot of great action still, great fights. Uh, it sets up a story that seems more complex than it really needs to be. The basic premise is they are trying to stop a Japanese military, the Japanese military, from building a poisonous gas factory in a specific area of China. Um, they're trying to take over a village and force all the people in this village to work at, in this factory making poisonous gas. Um, so this movie is a struggle to save the village and to make the Japanese army leave. It's the basic idea of this movie. Right, Michelle Yeoh, uh, you also have Tung Xing Yi and Cindy Lau all have great fight scenes. So it's Michelle Yeoh, number one, and uh, Chin Chin. Amazing fight scenes. Well, I guess Michelle Yeoh's character's name is Ming Ming. Um, great fight scenes with all of them. This movie ends with an all-out battle. Just uh, just an all-like war battle. And... Uh, I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I loved this movie. I love these characters. It's just, it's just, and nonstop. Like so many times while watching this, I'm expecting aspects that come up to be, I expect them to be a major part of the story and they are resolved almost instantly. So many things where it's like, oh, this is going to be, this is it. This is what the mission, this is what the movie's about. It's like, no. That is what the next five minutes is about. And then it's on to something else. It is amazing how much is in this movie. Uh, but I do want to talk about specifics of this movie, uh, specific moments, specific uh, fight scenes, and all that stuff. So, uh, spoiler alert for anybody that has not seen this movie. Obviously, I would highly recommend it. If you have the Criterion streaming channel, it is available currently, at least at the time of recording this. And uh, if you have access to it, if you're a fan of martial arts, if you're a fan of Michelle Yeoh, if you want to check out some of her early stuff, this is a movie I would highly recommend checking out. Uh, but I do want to talk about spoilers, so if you don't want to be spoiled, this is your warning from here on out. So our main character, Folk Ming Ming, which is a, a bummer kind of a thing to say in English. It's F-O-K Ming Ming, but Ming Ming, played by Michelle Yeoh. Uh, it starts, she's kind of an arms trafficker. 
She's like a pilot. She's flying into this place. She's got crates of guns that she's giving to uh, a dealer to who's going to sell it to a village. Right, and the deal goes bad, but of course, uh, the dealer ends up getting killed. And but it, it leads to a great fight scene. And why this movie, I feel, has essence of Raiders of the Lost Ark is not only the music that's playing during this opening scene, but also the fact that she has a whip that she is using to kick ass in this in this uh, scene, where she has a whip versus all these people in this village have swords. Um, she's selling these rifles uh they barely know how to use them uh and she uses the whip to kind of throw at one point throw a flaming log into the box of ammunition as like the deal goes bad and they're all fighting her because she still wants her money and of course they don't want to pay her so fight ensues throws a flaming log into the bullets bullets go shooting everywhere uh resulting in a house getting catching on fire as she's leaving, she uses her whip to pull that burning house down to block them from following her. Then, after she crosses a bridge, she uncovers this giant Gatling gun that's on the back of her horse-drawn carriage. And she uses that to shoot down the bridge that she just uh, crossed. And then you see her flying away in her airplane, just casually eating a sandwich. Amazing way to start this movie. Amazing way to start this movie. Uh, great fight scene from her and not only is she just using the whip but she's you know kicking and punching and doing all the things um then there's a scene where she's her grandfather is tied up and captured and she frees him resulting in many more fights uh this time using a rope that has like a hook or a blade on the end of it great scene you see that in the poster her holding this rope uh that she uses in this fight scene and i think uses in other scenes as well who's fighting a guy at first the guy has nothing but fighting him then another guy who has a sword uh but ends up wrapping the guy up in the rope and then flinging him through the air and him crashing through a platform right and all the whole thing was just a test like her grandpa wasn't even captured but it was just a test to see if she's up for this job to send her to this chinese village that uh is is being taken over by the japanese right so she gets recruited to do this job. She flies out there, right? Because, of course, she's a pilot as well. And dogfight. Top Gun. Dogfight. You have a Japanese Zero after her. She, she's in a biplane. She ends up ditching them, coming back around, and sh using her handgun from this biplane to shoot the Japanese Zero plane out. Amazing. Uh, one of the characters that she meets is called the Mustache. He's just like this con man, uh, and people are out to get him. Uh, wanted. He's like gambling. We kind of introduced to him gambling with these like giant dice, but he ends up getting caught and like literally being kicked around this room, which is kind of comedic. So a little dash of comedy in this as well. Did just dashes of comedy. This is not a this is not a Jackie Chan movie. This is not a comedic kung fu movie but he ends up getting caught kicked around the room then you see we're introduced to chin chin who comes in she's kind of like in charge she's the princess but she comes in and she kind of stops them from beating up on this guy there's a load of confusion he ends up getting away but we see that chin chin is a badass too not only is she a princess she's this like petite little princess that can kick 
just as much ass as everybody else. Great scene with her. Great introduction to both of those characters. Uh, number one, or double O one, whatever, in the, the translation, he's number one. Michelle Yeoh's character thinks that the criminal is her contact because there's this watch that was supposed to be delivered to him by a pigeon, but the criminal ended up getting the pigeon instead. Uh, so there's what I thought would be, oh, this is going to be uh, miss like the misidentity, mistaken identity thing throughout the thing. Instantly gets like sorted out. So he thinks the criminal is the guy she's supposed to work out with, the watch and uh, the pigeon and all that stuff. Mistaken identity quickly gets resolved uh, when they're caught and then the real number one shows up and saves them. And then after it's resolved, the mustache just kind of pieces out, which I thought he was done for the movie, but he ends up coming back. Uh, but like one of the many moments in this movie where I was like, oh, here we go. This is going to be fun. The miss mistaken identity stuff and it's like nope sorry that's the real guy i just found the watch okay bye and oh instantly instantly solved uh chin chin there's a scene where michelle yo's character goes in and she's trying to help the king yondu wait yondu no yoda yaudu yaudu let's see hold on it's kind of like yoda i think yauda yauda yuda Yuda, Y-O-U-D-A in English. So kind of Yoda uh, is the king. And Michelle Yeoh, who's in contact with number one, who's setting this up, trying to get out of there because he, the Japanese are trying to force them to manufacture this poison. And when Chin Chin realizes that Michelle Yeoh's there to help, she ends up becoming a distraction to allow Michelle Yeoh to get out. But there is a great little fight scene between Chin Chin and Ming Ming, uh, which is pretty great. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor show, show fans. fans. We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. There is a weird... Now, I'm sure it's mostly due to incorrect translation... But I'm not sure the relationship between Yauda and Chin Chin because they call each other brother and sister. But there's a moment where he refers to her as a woman and she's kind of got this thing of like she's got a weird reaction to him seeing her as a woman finally. Like she's very happy that he finally sees her as a woman, which... I guess isn't that crazy, but I'm not sure if it's they are literally brother and sister or if it's a thing where they, due to the just language differences, translation, things being lost, all that stuff, they might just be, they could be cousins, they could be friends, who knows. 
so he's kind of passing intel but he's is it's intended for him to be extracted from that that whole thing um but a fun little action set piece as they're trying to get him out and yauda is the king the leader of the village um kind of sent help to get rid of the japanese or at least get him out at first that was the initial mission but you know later became uh the mission kind of changes uh but he is not a fighter he is a very like not a very strong leader either uh, but a character that kind of grows towards the end and really uh, grows and, and becomes a great leader towards the end of the movie, which I appreciate. And then, of course, you have the Japanese that are there. Uh, there's a Japanese kind of the leader that is kind of coordinating everything, uh, who's trying to not only get them to manufacture the gas, but using the gas to like torture people and kill people. Uh, kind of implying that they got the gas from Germany. They didn't specifically say it. They said friends, allies, whatever. It's 1930s, World War One-ish times, maybe getting close to. Uh, I'm bad with history, so forgive me. And especially the Chinese-Japanese history and what wars may have been going on between them. Regardless this poisonous gas is a big aspect of it the mustache ends up getting caught and brought in and almost gassed himself right when they're trying to get information out of him but number one saves him and there's this scene where the mustache is trying to decide whether or not he should go in and help number one fight to get out of there or if he should just leave uh but then michelle Yeoh's character ming ming shows up and saves him Right, kind of repaying this earlier time where he saved her life. Uh, and the, the mustache ends up gassing that room, so they're all able to leave and get out of there. But another great fight scene. Uh, you have now the ragtag group has formed. You have Ming Ming, you have Number One, you have the mustache, you have Chin Chin, and you have Yauda. All of them coming together to help. To, to do what's right one of the things is to get jet fuel and they want to kill the japanese commander um and you think okay this is the mission again like oh this is what it's going to be them going in trying to get the gas and then trying to kill this guy right they all team up um And uh, so they go, they get the fuel pretty easily, but then the military, the Japanese military shows up, right? The, the guy that they wanted to kill didn't show up that day. So their plan already changed. They got the fuel, but the guy's not there that they want to kill. So it's like, should we just leave? They literally take a vote. Some people, obviously, number one is dead set on killing the Japanese leader guy, commander, uh... I think the mustache and Yauda are, are set on getting out of there. So they literally in the middle of like this situation where they're stealing the gas, they pause to take a vote. Um, and immediately they decide, okay, we're going to leave. But then the military shows up um, along with the girl's father. Uh, and number one, 
takes it's a, it's a great scene gas gets spilled over people are like wrestling getting covered in gas at one point number one takes uh chin chin hostage and the dad's guard immediately does not waste a moment not even a beat because this movie is not trying to take any time to let things settle in as soon as number one takes chin chin in as a fake hostage kind of threatening to like oh i'll kill your daughter if you don't let us leave with this gas immediately without hesitation the dad's guard shoots her and then shoots him shoots the hostage which of course if you've ever seen the movie speed the great action movie pop quiz hop shot you shoot the hostage amazing everyone starts fighting then they get like covered in fuel and there's a scene where the mustache throws a match to number one and he's like then he threatens like i will set us all up on fire right because they're all covered in fuel there's gas tanks in this little area all this kind of stuff right but instead they get in the car michelle yo ming ming kicks the dude that number one is threatening to light on fire saves number one right letting the match fall thus setting fire to everything in this little area right fuel is exploding as they all the group of ragtag group leave in their car no dramatic pauses for any of this it's one thing to the next to the next right everything happens so fast and as they try to leave uh, Ming Ming gets out to fight some of the dudes so they can get out of there, right? She gets out, uh, kicks and flips, scaling buildings, crazy fights, right? They end up getting surrounded trying to find a way out. Like, they're driving through this village. They can't find out how to get. It's like a maze, right? And they end up getting surrounded. Then you see Ming Ming come from out of nowhere, flying over everybody, riding this dirt bike just flying like like suit like please story three super cop where she drove the the mountain bike up onto the train now she's just jumping over the crowd of people as their car of ragtag group family is surrounded amazing she ends up lighting a flag on fire and using it it's like this flag that's on a long spear and using it to kind of clear the way it's just nuts this this action set piece one after the other she uses the bike she like rams jumps off the bike uses the bike runs it into the gate of the village right to blow up the gate so they can get out right so she jumps off the bike the car is following the bike to go through this she grabs onto somebody's hand that's still in the car being dragged behind it right but ends up getting dragged back right before she's able to get away right a crazy set piece so now ming ming is still inside the village the rest of her group in the car is outside the village now right all four of them they're looking back at the village that fire is erupting from things are blowing up right cut to inside the village where ming ming is kicking ass everybody's ass inside this village it is nuts so they end up driving back in. Number one starts helping her kick ass. 
they all get back in the car and leave just as they do. A guy throws a bundle of dynamite into the car. Just before it blows up, they all dive out of the car, right, as the car explodes. Just like, bam, 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 bam. And she looks to number one and makes a joke about them actually not actually being able to leave after all. <laughs> right? Like, I guess our plan of leaving didn't work out after all. So now, cut to these this group of people strung up to be executed. Right? You have the mustache, you have Ming Ming, and you have number one. All strung up to be executed. Uh, you have the mustache starting to rattle off uh, Michelle's backstory like he knows everything about Ming Ming. Right? And her grandfather's story as well. Then, number one predicts must the mustaches story he's like well all you guys are kind of the same you know you, you live kind of the same life um and it's just kind of a funny time and place for all of them to just kind of get to know each other as they're all you know strung up about to get executed about to get shot with arrows then you have the leader of call right is told to give the uh, leader being y yauda right he is told to give a speech that orders their execution. His friends, right? Now they are captured. He is back. He has to be there as the figurehead because he needs to work with the Japanese. He needs to be there so he can convince all the villagers to work to make this poisonous gas, right? And they're giving him the speech like, here, you got to say this. You got to order the execution of these people, right, to set everything straight. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote, are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspire Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspire Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to inspiredisorder.com plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. And he goes to his sister, right, who is dying because she was shot by her dad's guard. Remember, she was the hostage that was shot. She's, she's not doing well. She's got a hole in her. So he goes to his sister and tells her that, that uh, inst he, instead of reading the note, he's, he tells her that he ordered them to free everybody, right, and that it worked, right? T telling her a lie to make her feel better because she's dying. Right. And then he keeps going back and reading this speech and then crumbling it up and throwing it on the floor. Right. Just can't bring himself to that. He, that he has to say this speech. Right. So then he goes. And instead of reading the speech, he actually does demand them to be freed. Right. You're seeing this guy finally stand up to the Japanese army. Right. Not willing to go along with what they're ordering him to do. But then cut to him being 
hung up right next to everybody. <laughs> so now you have Ming Ming, the mustache, number one, and Yauda all strung up to be executed. Because despite the fact that he's the leader, he still broke a rule. And the punishment for breaking that rule is death, regardless of who you are. And just as they are about to be shot with arrows, you have now Chin Chin, who comes from her deathbed, who is in the crowd of people that is watching this execution about to happen, demanding, demanding they not kill Lord Yauda, right? And sh when she barges in, she ends up getting hit, right? Her father right S seeing her get hit goes to you know defend her he ends up getting killed right so now chin chin's knocked out everybody's strung up her dad just died which i don't know if it's yauda's dad or not or if it's his uncle i don't really know the the lineage of every, everybody's relationships so now she is strung up still knocked out by the way so now you have Chin Chin, the mustache, Ming Ming, number one, Yauda, all strung up to be executed. <laughs> it, it, it's just crazy. And just as they give the order to shoot again, the crowd now is starting to chant Yauda. And even the guards are starting to chant Yauda, 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 right? And now the archers, you see the archers, they lower their bows. Yauda orders, Yauda now orders the archers to shoot the Japanese guards, which they do, right? And then you have the people rush in. They free all of the ragtag group from, you know, untie them. And now they're unified, right? Now they, the people are there. They're freed. They have guns, they have fuel, and they're prepared to fight off the Japanese if they come back, right? They scared them off. They got rid of the few that were there. So now it's like we have to defend this village. And the village has a wall. It almost looks like a, a castle wall where it's, you know, the it's got the sections where you can have archers and stuff like that. Now we have our final battle. And the Japanese show up. They show up with these trucks full of soldiers, right? When you have a guy from the Japanese on horseback come up, he throws the Japanese flag, right? Throws it into the ground. And you see, number one, shoot a flaming arrow that goes through the, the flag, the Japanese flag, and into the guy who is on the horse, right? So now that guy's dead and the flag is burning. Great shot, right? And now you have the Japanese soldiers shooting off mortars, right? The villagers fire back with flaming balls that they're catapulting over back at the Japanese soldiers. They're also throwing rocks. They're throwing spears, right? Pushing ladders over that the Japanese soldiers are trying to use to get in. And when they try to send a truck in, the mustache comes out from one of his secret passages in the ground. Right, comes out from his, throws a Molotov cocktail and a grenade at the truck. Blows this truck up, right? But then the Japanese samurai guys, right? Because samurai is also part of this. 
these guys with samurai swords, they run up to the gate, stick a bunch of sticks of dynamite on the gate, and blow it up. It's just a crazy battle that's going on, right? This war film with samurai swords, spears, bows, arrows, grenades, guns, rocks. You have a scene where Mustache plays dead as the Japanese soldiers are going through killing people. He just plays dead, right? And then as they walk by, he gets up and shoots the guys, right? And he's got a pair of six shooters. It's old Western. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You have Chin Chin and Michelle working together to keep these guys uh, who are responsible for killing your dad from leaving, right? She wants to, Chin Chin wants to get revenge on the guy that killed her dad. They end up, the Japanese soldiers end up finding the elders and the family members that are hiding, and they take them hostage and order the, the villagers to surrender. And Yauda does, he right, right? Yauda's like, no, I'm not going to allow you to kill these, the elders of our village, right? These old people that they're just, they don't, they're not part of this, but they don't allow him to surrender right which end up many of them die <laughs> but yauda seeing that they are refusing he gets on the gatling gun and just lays waste to all the japanese so it's great it's great you're just seeing this guy kind of rise to the occasion so now the japanese leader is the only one that's left right and they're like they tell him to go back and tell your commanders that you will never be able to defeat them right and the Japanese soldier has a recommendation. He's like, listen, <laughs> like, I don't know if you know about the Japanese military, but we got like, we got bigger stuff that we can come in and wipe you guys out if we want. So I get, let me recommend this idea to you, right? So you see, as the reinforcements for the Japanese military army shows up, right? Tanks, larger guns. As those are being driven in, you see the Japanese guy come out and he tells them, the other Japanese military people, right, that they beat them, the Japanese beat these people, but the villagers set fire to their village. So you can't use their village now. The village is no more, right? There's no more people, right, which is a lie, but then the village is burnt, which they actually did burn the village, right? to make it useless for the Japanese. And they're like, well, at least the people are alive and we can go somewhere else and rebuild, right? So it's, they came up with a compromise so the Japanese wouldn't just come back. They think they're dead so they can go exist somewhere else and rebuild. And the very end, right? You're thinking, Ray, you mentioned there's all kinds of stuff. You, you, you mentioned the Raiders of the Lost Ark. You mentioned Top Gun. You mentioned samurai, kung fu, war. But where is this hippie love stuff? Where, where is this coming in? And that's where we get the mustache has a great line at the end of this movie. And the mustache says, if we all learn to care for each other and care for our fellow man, if we learned to love everyone instead of hating everyone, if we all gave our hands in friendship, Instead of making war, this world would be so beautiful. And everybody's standing around the mustache as he says this. 
just razzes him. Oh, you silly goose. Why, why would you say that? Don't you know how humanity is? So it's kind of this beautiful moment, but also the sad reality of, like, you have to get all the people that are bloodthirsty to agree to some kumbaya shit. You can't just be hopeful for kumbaya shit. Like, people love attacking, destroying, and killing people. Sadly, there are just evil people out there. You know? And, of course, it would be nice if we could just gave our hands in friendship instead of making war. But another great action movie from Michelle Yeoh. A lot of great fights, great action set pieces. This movie, like I said, has everything. Part Indiana Jones, part Top Gun, part Kung Fu movie, part samurai film, part war film, part Guardians of the Galaxy, part Western, part peace and love, man. Every kind of weapon is used from rocks to grenades and ropes, samurai swords, whips, spears, catapults, cannons, you name it. This movie's got it. Such a great movie, right? Just a new classic that I love and, you know, will probably revisit, you know, introduce. I can't wait to introduce this to somebody, somebody that likes action movies, but maybe has never seen this or heard of this movie. Maybe they're a fan of Michelle Yeoh and didn't know she was kicking ass in the 80s. Great action movie. Another great, as I said, Michelle Yeoh kicking ass. The best. She is amazing. And I want to thank everybody out there for watching this. You're amazing too. Thank you for tuning into this episode of The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my thoughts on Magnificent Warriors, a.k.a. Dynamite Fighters. Which is ridiculous. Don't forget to tune in on Monday, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new movie and TV show reviews. And join the conversation by leaving a comment on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder if you want to watch as all of these episodes are available in video format as well. But until next time, everybody, enjoy the show. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at inspireddisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.